and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. As always, my name is Brittany, and I am joined here by my table servant's loving husband, Tony. This week on the podcast, we're mashing it up. Instead of giving ideas on things to do, we're actually talking about mistakes to avoid on your next Disney vacation. As always, our hope is kind of to provide you some new ideas. So whether it's going to be your first trip to Disney World or it's like your 135th trip, um, it's never too late to like make changes to your Disney routine, you know? Yep, this is a tricky one that always continues to change too. Because whether once you go on your first trip, you think you know what you're talking about, then it changes. Yeah. Based on what you're doing, it changes. Right. So these are ones that we we have learned, we have made the mistake of doing that we've seen and let's get into them and talk about them. yeah a lot of times like the way that we come up with like ideas and things like that is like tony said you learn by doing you know and so it's all of these are things that some of them are things we have had to learn like the hard way not necessarily the hard way you're never gonna like have a bad disney trip but you know yeah. what i mean but at disney you do not want to learn the hard way <laughs> very very true money is the hard way at disney most of the time very true and you don't want to do that all the time True. And as a side note, um, if you hear like any like ugh in the background or anything, that's our girls. They were born on November 14th. We have another episode that we're going to put out later this week. Um, it's kind of going to detail their story and everything like that. So that's just kind of like some background noise that you might hear. So we've got the girls in here. We've got our dog in here. We've got a full audience. <laughs> yeah. A live, live show. It went from two people and a dog to four people and a dog. So yeah, it's, we've got a whole audience here. So ready to get into it? Let's do it. Okay. So the first thing to avoid when you are going on your Disney vacation is don't book a deluxe resort if you're not going to enjoy it during your vacation. Everybody... I personally feel like there's like pressure, like pressure to like book at a deluxe resort because you want to stay at the nicest accommodations on Disney property. But if you are planning on spending every single day in the parks, you're not doing a resort day, you're just focusing on, you know, like spending time in the parks, you're wasting money that you could save and spend in other areas during your vacation. So instead of staying at Grand Floridian, you could stay at Pop Century Resort or the All-Star Resorts and still have an amazing vacation. And you could take that money and put it toward like character dining, Bippity Boppity Boutique, like all of those things, you know? What do you think? Yeah, this one is specific. <laughs> specific. So it's like you're saying, if you are if you know you're going to be spending this your first time or whatever time, and you're like, I don't care about the, I don't care about going to the pool. Right. I'm all about the parks. Obviously, you're not going to do the Yeah. But, you know, if it's an occasion, it's a birthday, it's a, you know, you're going on an anniversary trip right. or something. Like, it's, so it's, it's really specific. But for us, we like to do both. Yeah. But like I said, it goes back to, maybe it's a shorter trip. You're, gonna right. do, you're not going to do deluxe probably. True. It's, it's, it's going to be just a waste of money. Well, like, so like typically for us, when we go to Disney for in February for our anniversary trip, we tend to stay longer. So we'll do a deluxe resort because we have like days outside the parks and stuff like that. But we typically do a shorter trip in September. And if we were annual pass holders, if we are annual pass holders, we could go more. You know what I mean? And you don't necessarily... Santa, bring it. <laughs> you don't necessarily need to have a deluxe resort, like Tony was saying. Like We've stayed... I think our, our first trip, we stayed at Art of Animation the entire time, but we didn't have any resort days. And so that was perfect because it wasn't like we were missing out on using this amazing amenity. Not that like the 
the Valley Resorts don't have those amenities. Even in the same vein, it wasn't deluxe, but we stayed at Caribbean Beach before. Right. And we didn't even get to explore that resort just because of what we were doing that day, or that those couple of days we had yeah. to stay. So it's like, if you don't purposely make time to do it, you're not going to see the resort most likely. You're probably just going to go in and out, eat a little bit, and not really enjoy and adventure the whole whole resort because there's just so much to do if you don't like have at least a half resort day at least right yeah and and that's the thing so like if you aren't doing like any resort time can like you can i would recommend staying in a value resort you could stay at a moderate resort if you want to obviously it's up to whatever you want to do your budget and all of that stuff but like tony said i feel like when we stayed at caribbean beach because we didn't do a resort day there there's so many like i want us to go back and stay there we both talked about that just because like we didn't eat at sebastian's bistro we didn't eat at these different places so we really paying for something that we weren't necessarily utilizing i think all this is going to start changing like it already is now because disney's doing it's being more lenient or kind of how it used to be too so like the the you don't have to reserve or you, you can cancel reservations you know like right really two hours before and then park reservations are going away right and yeah so i mean it's like stuff's being more lenient so it's gonna be easier not have to be such a strict schedule going forward if we like and you can be more <laughs> on the cuff say oh, true today I just, let's Let's just stay at the resort today. Yeah, that's true. And I remember like on our first trip um, being on the Skyliner and there were some people that were changing their plans and that was before like park pass reservations were required and stuff like that. So like Tony said, they're making they're making changes. So you could just decide, I don't want to go to Magic Kingdom today. I'm going to stay at my resort and enjoy these amenities. We like schedule. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not really that much of a full-blown vacation if you've got an itinerary right. all day long. No, very true. That's going to make it funner. Yeah, no, definitely. More fun. More fun. Number two, don't think you have to have park hopper tickets to have a great Disney vacation. I specifically put this on here because on when we were planning our first trip, I kind of felt like, oh, like everybody who's a Disney pro has park hopper tickets. And I don't necessarily want to allocate the money toward that. I personally believe that opinion is wrong now. Like we've only had park hopper tickets uh, a couple, Twice. a handful full time. Yeah. I think we're going to get them this year, um, for our February trip. If we don't have annual passes. And then because of the fact we want to be able to go to like Epcot, we're going to be staying at boardwalk and we want to be able to go to Epcot whenever we want to. But with that said, like having park operator tickets, unless you are on a shorter trip to Disney, like if you're doing like two or three days that allows you to see all four parks without having to skip one. Or if you've been to Disney multiple times, just because of the fact that like when you have park hopper tickets, you still have to go to one park and enjoy that park. And then you have to leave factor in transportation time and all of that stuff to get over to the other park. So if it's your first trip, you really could lose time like transferring from park to park, you know? Yeah, this one, this one's definitely overrated. I agree. And there's, because there's two half day parks, quote unquote. Which one? Well, I guess not. No, it's just Animal Kingdom. We just, we say half day in a way like we we don't the sense of what people say. Is, I was just getting ready to Epcot say can be too. Yeah, which we I don't know, we switch it up. I yeah, mean, we like to go all day and go in the morning, but I mean at the same same time too, we have gone just like kind of like a half day and spent the evening time there too. Where in Epcot? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which no, be definitely. The one to you, you know. Yeah, and I, I like to go to. with that said, like. 
Epcot, I feel like, is a whole new park. We were talking about that yesterday. They've got um, the new fireworks show, Luminous, that starts tonight, December 5th. They also have um, the Dreamers Point statue, which I absolutely cannot wait to see in person. Take a photo beside. That is a statue of, like, Walt that's looking out over Epcot because Epcot was the park Walt was most excited about, and he obviously never got to see it come to fruition. Um, there's Guardians of the Galaxy. There's the whole, like, new, like, Communicore area, like, all of, like, with the walls down and everything like that. So I feel like Epcot's a brand new park. I definitely think that it's a full day park we think all of them are um animal kingdom i feel like you if you're just going for the attractions you could and then you could hop between animal kingdom and epcot but otherwise i agree so park hoppers you would would you use it just epcot animal kingdom on a day or would you use it to end at Magic Kingdom and start like at Epcot or and you know how would you we, how would you do it? We um if I was on a shorter trip, you mean? In general, just to utilize that. A shorter trip, I would do a full day at Magic Kingdom, full day at Hollywood Studios, and then start at Animal Kingdom because Animal Kingdom opens the earliest, and then park hop over to Epcot. Right now, you have to wait until two p.m. to park hop, but beginning on January 9th, you'll be able to park hop like as soon as you want to. Um, so you could do the attractions you want to at Animal Kingdom and then hop over to Epcot because Epcot stays open later than Animal Kingdom. That's the way that I would strategize it. I concur. Um, we have done it before. Also, another way to do it is to park hop. If you decide to get park hoppers, to park hop between Hollywood Studios and Epcot because they both use the Skyliner and that's kind of like an easier mode of transportation like you're not gonna have to like take a bus and all of those things um so we had spent the day at hollywood studios one time and then we park hopped over to epcot for the evening and ate at la hacienda de san and helen like watch a fireworks from there so for us we i like doing park hopping based on or just circumstances yeah but now that we have the girls a set of twins on the side i don't think we'd even do it I think we would. I think it's like a lot of work. I think we would depending on the parks. Like so we had talked about when we go in February, we absolutely love eating at the quick service location in the France Pavilion, the Le Creperie de Paris, Crepes on Portier by Le Creperie de Paris. Um we love eating there. So we talked about just like being able to like walk in there to like get breakfast and go somewhere else. But I think we would park hop like strategically you could park hop like go to Epcot like grab your breakfast and then walk through Epcot get on the monorail at the front of Epcot and take it over to Magic Kingdom you know yeah you're you are talking about a perfect day at Disney and if our girls are like that right now that, that sounds perfect we have <laughs> our no girls are like sleeping in the corner if this is how they're gonna stay <laughs> when we're there no very 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 so true would I like to do it? of course yeah very true. happen we don't know yeah no I and I think too like Honestly, Park Hopper isn't that much to upgrade to um, on the cost of your trip. But at the same time, it just really depends. Like our first trip, for example, we were like, we were on a budget and balling. it was not, we were, we were balling. balling on a budget. And so we between, and looked at the ball. And <laughs> and, but, but so between, like we knew we wanted to do the dining plan because that was our first trip between the dining plan and park hoppers. We were like, we're going to pay for the dining plan, save money and not do park hoppers. And I feel like at the same time, looking back, it would have been like sensory overload if we were trying to go from one park to the other on our first trip. No, because there's way too much. I never, right. I've never even been there before. No, I know. So, park hopping, you're not going to do it unless you've been, yeah. experienced that part before. Yeah. Or else, because you're just breezing through. Right. You're trying to just, quote, you're just getting stuff done. 
Yeah, and, and like, especially if you have, like, dining reservations at, like, let's say you have dining reservations at Magic Kingdom, you're spending a day at Hollywood Studios, that can be really stressful to have to, like, maneuver over on your first trip. Like, park hopper, for the most part, you're, like, you're you're doing a genie plus challenge. Yeah. I mean, you're just going and, well, can I get done? Boom, gone, later. No, definitely. Like that sounds, sounds like a fun. And day. I do, and and the day that we hopped from Hollywood Studios over to Epcot, Hollywood Studios is my favorite park, like I always talk about. And hopping over to Epcot that day, I felt like we missed things that we would have done had we stayed in the park the full day. Yeah, if you're only going once or twice a year, I don't think it's worth. Like, no, I yeah, I maybe agree. maybe do maybe do it a day. Yeah, but not the whole trip. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I always recommend that to people. Like, I don't recommend doing it every single day. Okay, number three, don't make more than one dining reservation per day. This is a tip that I learned on our first trip because I had like two dining reservations for every single day. I can be very like type A with things. And I was like, oh, this this is going to be such a good idea. We'll have um, dining reservations at the plaza for breakfast, which the plaza does not do breakfast right now at Magic Kingdom, and I wish they would bring it back. We had dining reservations at the plaza for breakfast. The night before, we had dining reservations at Boathouse for dinner to watch the Super Bowl. And then we had dining reservations for Skipper Canteen that evening. So we never made it to the plaza for breakfast because that was just too much. Um, I feel like, like Tony had said earlier, like the spontaneity of going to Disney and not having so many plans is like that's that's a vacation. You don't want to like have everything so regiment regimented out that it feels like you're going to another day of work, you know? What do you think? I want to play the devil's advocate in this one. What? Make as many as you want. Because you can cancel them anytime well, you want. Well, that's now. true. Because they made it really easy. But don't now. hoard them. Hoard all you want. No. The rules are the rules. And no. everybody can use them now. So make as many as you want and then make and, and then choose at the end. You don't even got to use anything. People that hoard dining reservations are like the bane of my existence. Because I have clients that want to go. They're going for their first trip. They're probably not ever going to go back. That's their intention at least. But there's still availability all the time. Yeah. Disney has those things to make more availability. Our dining reservation window opened up today for our February trip. And I was looking earlier. I meant to tell you this. I was looking earlier. And like Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, which never had reservations in the past. Homecoming. Had reservations like all day for lunch and then they had like later dinner reservations not like seven on the side like we know like you can check when you're there yeah no definitely people are canceling the day of their stuff pops up so you don't have to get it the 60 days out right so you might as well do book something yeah no definitely but then you're not always out out of it It, when you go if you want to eat somewhere just keep checking yeah i just change it we've done it a lot yeah, we've done that a lot. Like, I haven't, honestly, I haven't made our dining reservations yet for our February trip. I need to. But it's like what Tony said. The dining reservations are way more plentiful now than they used to be. And they're a lot easier to find, like, close to, like, the day of your trip, you know? Boom. Number four. Don't skip the opportunity to enjoy the parks leisurely. This kind of goes back to my theory of, Amenities? like... Amenities? No, the parks. Oh, okay. Like, so when you get off the, when you come into the Magic Kingdom, don't be like so fixated on hitting um, Space Mountain first thing that you skip over like the magic of like Magic Kingdom in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, like the the glass blowing in the Magic Kingdom, Uh which nobody, I don't even know if anybody really knows about that unless you've seen it on a, you know, vlog. vlog, Like we've seen it a couple times. (laughs) There's so much, there's so much more to do. But I guess if you don't really like explore yourself or you're not finding out through uh, social media or whatever, you're not going to know. But just, yeah, there's so much in between time that you can like explore whether you're waiting on a ride or for, uh, you know, 
your lunch or dinner like there's so much to do in yeah every park and like don't get me wrong like go to magic kingdom and be excited to find to get on the attractions but like tony was just saying there's so much to explore in each of the parks the glass blowing place is um, crystal arts it's on main street usa um it is owned well it's yeah it's owned Arebus. by the arebus brothers and the arebus brothers have a glass blowing location in every single park around the world every disney park around the world they were hand selected by walt disney himself like from the um the world's fair they were discovered by him at the world's fair and so it's a really cool like piece of disney history to me um that you can take part in in the parks and when we spent time like waiting for like like watching like the glass blower it was such a cool thing he was um blowing like pumpkins like out of glass every day and yeah <laughs> every day all day 365 days a year and you can request stuff too yeah you can request stuff i mean they have like these huge like crystal um mat- like castles the cinderella castle that are insanely priced but you um it's a really cool experience and had we just been like we've got to go to skipper we've got to go to um the jungle cruise right now or space mountain we would have missed out on that you know half the reason we like disney and got into is because of the history right every park has a history of yeah like hidden details hidden mickeys or certain things that every park there are specifically for that from other countries whatever right. it is like animal kingdom is a huge one on all the details and things from you know Jordan. yeah like it's huge like so just do a little research on each park before you go and then you know whether it's the the windows on main street is it like it's there's so much going on yeah it at face value just looks like you know looks like a park right no definitely but there's not a square inch that doesn't have something that they put there purposely for right. your entertainment yeah no definitely like i can i i definitely agree with that and it's like every single park you go to like is no is no different like whether it's looking at hidden mickeys or finding out history details like all of those things looking at the walls the walls at disney um that they don't want you to see are called go away green and they're specifically painted a color of green that your eyes don't necessarily fixate on so you don't see it you might see like the things that are in front of it or whatever like that until you really like focus on it it's just those little details like that that make disney disney you know so how about the trash cans? If we're a man here, you say, man, everybody knows. Sure. What's, up, what's, the, what's up with the trash cans there? What do you mean? Why are they never full? Why are they never full? Oh, because the trash cans, there is a tunnel underneath Dang, that suctions the trash out. Never going back. Wah, wah, wah. Which you can take, you can take a tour, actually, you know, like, what's it called? Uh, King, um, Keys of the Kingdom Tour. We still have not done want to do. No, yeah, we want to do that. We obviously Some, won't be doing that for a while with the girls, because you have to be, I think you have to be 12 the kids have to be 12 to go on it the reason we haven't done that like i i think that those tours are really cool but you to me when we live in florida one day like we'll do that do things like that because it's it's a full day tour basically it's eight hours but you have to decide if it's gonna be a spoiler to you to the park right and that's kind of my thing is is it gonna be a spoiler in 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 the life i've never heard anyone say that it ruined the magic who's done it but at the same time you're seeing like the utilidor underneath that the cast members use and like all of those things so it could spoil it i don't know I still think, like, I can't wait to do it. I can't wait for us to do tours and stuff like that. But again, I think it'll be something that we wait to do, like, once we live in Florida one day. And then we have, like, more time to be able to go to the parks, you know? I know. I just feel like we, it's hard to, we'll like, it. miss it up. <laughs> to do that during a vacation. Number five. Don't settle for Chef Mickey's when you could dine at Topolino's. Very specific. Very specific. So I have a... 
hatred with Chef Mickey's. Not a hatred. I just feel like Chef Mickey's is incredibly overrated for what you get. You basically get a continental breakfast buffet. And where is this place at? At the Contemporary Resort. That's my point. That's like, all right. What? Overall, this is our, this is kind of, not just, probably our take. I think Contemporary is overrated. I think we'll pop, well... We I mean, have so girls, like so this place to be in there for us. I just feel like for the price and what it is, yeah, it's like kind of cheesy. Like Topolinos, and we're more vicious eaters, so right? It's more kind of towards that. Yeah, so Topolino. So I actually looked the other day, and Chef Mickey's, which serves like Mickey waffles and all those things from a buffet, with Mickey and the gang in like their chef attire. In the middle of Contemporary Resort is like, I want to say it's $54 an adult, per adult, for breakfast. If you go to Topolino's, which is at the top of Riviera Resort, that has like a beautiful view, that has like um, a more upscale, like, or like an elevated menu. They've got like quiche Lorraine and different things like that. If you go there, it's $49. So you can save $5 a person and you get better food. You know what I mean? Yeah. $54. Mm, a person it's gotta be worth it right i just don't think chef mickey's is worth it yeah we've not eaten there but just popular opinion if you've eaten there let us know yeah let us know if we're completely wrong let us know but i we've never done character dining before we're gonna do character dining on our next trip for the first time and i actually just asked tony before this i said where should i book and he was like topolino's the girls said they want to go there yeah, yeah, it's they're for us. There, I mean, they're going to be there, but... Yeah, this is all for us. Yeah, they're going to be like, what is going on? The girls love to like look at the lights, and I told Tony, I said, we're going to take them to Disney World, and they're literally just going to be there and be like, oh, there's Mickey, but let me look at the ceiling lights. in our living room. <laughs> all day long. Yeah, I mean, granted, they'll be a few months older by then, but Maybe still. Get sunglasses for them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Star Trek glasses. <laughs> number seven is number six don't let someone else plan your trip this is actually tony's tip that he came up with you want to take it yeah so don't number one don't ever go with a travel planner advisor hey. anybody who that who thinks they know they're talking about just don't ever do it hey you mean we'll book with them ne- we'll see you on next week <laughs> <laughs> now do that but no so we did this for probably our first two trips it's specifically just one example we didn't go on certain rides because star tours certain People, vlogs, whatever, said you get motion sickness on this ride. You right. Blah, you won't like this. Whatever food, whatever it is, and it it is not the same across the board. Yeah. We didn't ride Star Tours forever because we thought or we Millennium were, Falcon. We were thought we would get sick. Yeah. And just really that half half the land wouldn't even do. So definitely try everything. I mean, and ask the cast members. They'll tell you straight up. You're gonna get sick. Okay, well, here, don't do this one. Or if you might get sick here, sit sit here. Right, or, that's what I was going to say. Like, They'll place you somewhere. But across the board, try, just try everything once. Yeah, like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, definitely book with a travel planner. Hi, my name is Brittany. I'm a travel planner. Um, and would love to book your vacation. But at the same time, um, like, book with a travel planner if it's your first trip because it just makes everything more seamless. Even if, you, like, if you're someone who doesn't like to necessarily plan Book with a travel planner every single trip. It doesn't cost you anything. But at the same time, that's something that I frequently say like on my TikToks or when I'm talking to my clients. I don't personally like there's some travel planners and no hate about this if you do this, but I don't personally like 
planning out every detail of someone's vacation because I'm not that person. And as much as I may know about their family or their situation, they, you know your family better. And so it's better to do research and decide what you should do specifically for your vacation rather than taking advice from me, who I only know like what you've told me about what you want yeah, to do. So vacation. this whole podcast, don't even pay attention to any of this. Don't let us tell you. <laughs> just do your own, just delete this delete this whole thing for your mind <laughs> i know it's kind of like a contrast because we're saying hey like don't listen to other people and we obviously have a disney podcast i create disney content t- telling is, people what to do but it's always just a suggestion our experiences right you still have to decide for yourself your family yeah no definitely you, what you like to eat what you ride just don't don't not do something because somebody's opinion said we right. didn't like it we or like, it wasn't worth it for us our first trip we didn't ride rise of the resistance and i think it's just because we didn't understand the virtual queue at the time we also didn't ride millennium falcon or star tours for like the first the whole three land. trips the whole and we didn't ride dinosaur because i heard someone on instagram say it was like a simulator and it was really jerky dinosaur is not a simulator and it's probably and it's not top- Five, one of our top five rides. Yeah, and is it jerky? Sure, but like I had heard that it gave you motion sickness. I completely disagree with if that. You're talking from a kid's point of view. Yeah, because the last time we read it, we had like six kids. In there, <laughs> yeah, and they, they were, were they ducking. Were it was so funny. But if you're an adult, you're gonna love this one. Right, I agree. Especially the front row. You gotta get the front row because you can't see anybody's head in front of you, and it's really dark. Yeah, and hopefully they don't take dinosaur it's away like before s- girls ride it. Space Mountain. You don't know what's coming ahead of you. No, yeah. A dinosaur is definitely like a thrill attraction that I feel like kind of flies under the radar. Like, Disney. You does, better get it while you can because let's be gone. Yeah, and they do a good job of like disclosing, like, hey, this can be a thrill attraction, but it seems that kind of, is overrated on how they disclose that one. Why? Because it is just way too much hype for like, you know, they're. They're trying to say if you have any, if you, you know, oh, true. if you're colorblind, don't ride this bike. <laughs> like, they go like a little too far on it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very, very I've true. I've never seen anybody thrown up after this ride. <laughs> true. Very true. Very, very true. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, it's the Tower of Terror. Yeah, no, definitely not. Do you have any other suggestions of things not to do? Give us your suggestions. If any of these are like, that was a dumb one. Or you've done something that you disagree with, we want to hear it. Yeah, I'll put up a box over on our There's Instagram um, the day that this episode comes out. So that it'll come out on Wednesday, December 6th. Um, and I will put up the box on our Instagram stories. Drop your suggestions of mistakes not to make at Walt Disney World. Or like Tony said, if you think like that's dumb, why would I not? Why would I skip doing that at we Disney? We want to hear the debate. Let us know. So that's going to do it for this episode. Um, As always, go ahead and give us a follow on the Double Dose of Disney fam over on Instagram and TikTok to keep the fun rolling. Um, And please, please, please leave us a little rating, a review on your favorite podcast platform. That goes so far to help us continue growing our audience. We will see you right back here next week. See you next time.